Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. How to start a podcast step-by-step. This is part two, so stick around. The Things You Should Know podcast is our pleasure to welcome you each and every week. Some of the topics that we discuss on this podcast range from tech to innovation, health and wellness. You picked a great day to join us. We've got a great podcast ahead for you. Sit back, relax, listen and enjoy. Thank you for joining us at Things You Should Know podcast. Are you looking to get your money right? Well, why don't you check out SoFi? SoFi is an FDIC insured nationally chartered bank that offers checking and savings account and many more platform products. SoFi became a bank in order to bring you the best features, including a simple market leading interest rate of 1.5% API across all of SoFi checking and savings accounts. SoFi is one of the largest student loan refinancing companies. The online lender has refinanced over $30 billion worth of student loans for more than 375,000 of its members, while delivering many features not offered by banks, credit unions, and other traditional lenders. So why don't you go over to uh, our show notes and check out SoFi if you're looking for student loan refinancing, private student loans, uh, personal loans, you know, you can use for travel or family planning. What about mortgages? Maybe you want to refinance your mortgage or cash out refinance. There's auto loan uh, financing or refinancing. They are good with investing and that includes EFTs and yes, crypto. They have credit cards and their simple banking, checking and savings account. They do offer life insurance, homeowners insurance, renters and auto. You can do estate planning insight planning, property tracking, business solutions for small business as well. Why don't you go into our show notes today, check out SoFi, help out with the uh, podcast and help out yourself and get your money right. Hey guys, welcome into the podcast. You've reached things you should know. My name is Kelly. I'm your host. And as always, my pleasure to have you in for another great podcast. You guys have really enjoyed part one, judging by the number of downloads. We did how to start a podcast step by step in 2022 part one. We did that last week. And as I told you, we would come back this week and we would do part two. So if you haven't listened to part one, uh, 
after you listen to this, uh, go and listen to part one. It will help you bring it all together. If you are someone who's interested in starting your own podcast, uh, we're here to help. And we laid out a lot of good information, steps one through uh, six. I'll, I'll kind of briefly go over so you know uh, where we ended and where we'll start today. But before I do that, I would like to, uh, first of all, thank everyone for continuing to support Things You Should Know podcast. I hope you've had the opportunity to visit our new website. I, I don't recall if I mentioned on last podcast or not. I know I did the one before. It's going to be in the show notes either way it goes. You don't have to remember this URL. It'll be in the podcast notes, but it's very easy to remember. It is things you should know now. Things you should know now.com. Obviously, things you should know was already taken, but things you should know now, now.com is where you can find us. And if you would like to send us an email, send me an email directly. You can do so at Kelly at things you should know now.com. Uh, all the information as it relates to the podcast is out there. And we also have some really good blogs out there uh, that can kind of help guide you through, uh, you know, some content areas that maybe we haven't discussed yet here on the podcast. And certainly everything that we talk about on the podcast is going to be located there. Uh, we've got a few links to add to some of our peripheral sites, for example, our Patreon and other support mechanisms. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure those updates are done. But for now, I'm pretty pleased with the way the website's turned out. Get a chance. Go check us out. Um, first timers, welcome aboard, guys. Um, go ahead now and subscribe to the podcast before you forget who we are and where we are. Uh, we've got, oh, uh, I said last show that it was show 40 and I was a, a little bit ahead. So this actually is our show 40. So this is our season two. And season one, we did 110 podcasts. So we got 150 podcasts, if you include this one, uh, that you can binge at your leisure. At your leisure. We appreciate you doing that. Uh, we also uh, would ask you to please forward your favorite podcast to your family member, friend, loved one, or associate, just to let them know you do like things you should know podcasts. And here's a podcast perhaps you should be listening to as well. Go ahead and favorite us and like us and subscribe and do all these good things, and we appreciate it in advance. I really hope you guys are having a good week, a good week. Today is uh, Wednesday, so we're on a hump day. And um, I'm not sure if you guys like uh, Big Brother, but me and my girls love uh, Big Brother on CBS. And so today is a Big Brother day, and we're pretty excited about it. Um, maybe I should do it. No. Uh, no. <laughs> That'll go in a whole other direction. Uh, but anyway, I hope you guys are having a good week and a good month. Uh, we just started off in August, it seems like, and we're already at day 10. Day 10. Before you know it, uh, we'll be into the fourth quarter of the year and it'll be time to appraise our goals one more time before we head out of here uh, uh, to uh, 2022. And uh, my hope is that all of us are where we'd like to be. And if not, we're going to make some suggestions on how we can catch up, how we can pivot and how we can still make 2022 a um, year of success, a year of success. So if you're looking to express yourself, uh, you're committed to a topic, a subject, passionate about a subject matter, podcasting may be the way 
to do it. And as I told you last week, we started talking about steps to start your own podcast. And we went through the, uh, we got about 10 total steps that we can uh, kind of go through. And I went through the first eight. I went through the first eight on part one. And so what we're going to do today is that we're going to go through the next three. We're going to go through the next three. So, Kelly, what were the first eight, just so I know, and preparing to record your podcast? We started talking about choosing the topic. That was number one, very important one, choosing the topic and uh, something that you can commit to. So you don't want to be trendy necessarily. You want to be uh, into a topic that is going to uh, have some longevity, something that you can talk about from year to year. Number two, picking your podcast name. You want to be uh, unique. I think uh, if I recall, I mentioned that if I had to do that over, I probably would have called our podcast something different. Uh, At the time, I was so ready to get the uh, content out that it didn't occur to me that there were other podcasts that uh, had the same name uh, that we have. For example, there's stuff you should know and things you should know, things like that. So uh, we always have to niche it down to ensure that we're not um, confused with some of the other brands that are out there. Also, number three, writing compelling podcast descriptions. Uh, We talked about that. We talked about number four, deciding on your podcast format, your episodic breakdown. What do your episodes look like? Are you going to do a solo show or are you going to have interviews? Are you going to be an interview based show? You're going to have guests on and so forth and so on. Uh, Number five, we talked about getting your podcast artwork and your music created. And I think I mentioned to you at that time that there were some really good um, and skilled uh, creatives over at Fiverr and other places similar to Fiverr, Upwork, etc., that will be able to help you put together a logo, artwork for your channel, as well as creating a nice opening, be it voiceover or just instrumental for your podcast. So make sure you uh, adhere and listen to that piece of the podcast. Number six, we talked about purchasing your equipment. Uh, what type of equipment to get, how to test your equipment, what type of software should you have as it relates to recording your podcast. And if I recall correctly, I mentioned to you that we use GarageBand here. Uh, not very intuitive at the offset, but we've gotten used to it over these last year or so. And I think our podcast sounds pretty good. I think our podcast sounds pretty good. Number seven, we talked about choosing a hosting service. I mentioned to you that we were at Lipson initially when we first came out and we switched over to our current uh, platform provider, which is Buzzsprout. Uh, we really do like Buzzsprout. I think it's very intuitive. It's very easy to use and it's got a lot of perks. Uh, now, there are a lot of platforms out there and we've been with Buzzsprout for the last year and a half. And quite honestly, I haven't searched for a new home. So I don't know what else may be out there, but we did give you a couple options. For now, we really do like Buzzsprout and would suggest while you're looking, maybe take a look at Buzzsprout. There's a link. There's always a link, I believe, on our podcast as it relates to, um, you know, uh, Buzzsprout. There's always a link, a way for you to start a podcast on all of our podcasts. uh, One of the things we do is we link out. 
or we have an affiliate link for Buzzsprout, which basically says, hey, if you like this podcast and you're thinking about creating your own podcast, just click here and they can walk you through the steps pretty easily. That's on every single podcast you listen to. So whether it's in the sh- I think it's uh, on the channel. I don't think it's in the show notes. Uh, so you may be able to just link out from there if you decide to do that. So what we're going to be talking about today is uh, we're going to pick up at number eight. And we're going to go all the way through uh, number 10. And uh, number eight is uh, recording the podcast episodes. Obviously, the most important piece, recording. And there are a couple steps as to how we want to do that, do that successfully all the way to upload. Number nine, probably the second most important step is letting the world know about your podcast. How do you get the word out about your podcast? How do you make sure you're on the right platforms and you're talking to the right people? How do you find your tribe? And then lastly, uh, the thing that we all want to do, obviously, is to create some additional revenue while we're talking about the thing that we're passionate about. So number 10 is how to make money podcasting. And number 10 is going to lead us actually into a part three. I'm going to come back and we're going to talk much deeper about monetizing ways to monetize your podcast, uh, tips to basically make your podcast into a profitable business. A lot of uh, misnomers out there, so we're going to fight some myths. Uh, we're going to understand how to establish a business mindset for your podcast. We're going to talk about developing a simple business plan for your podcast. We're going to talk about investing how do you invest in your podcast? Yes, of course, it's equipment, different things like that. But there may be a need for investing in advertising and possibly some skilled help as it relates to uh, specifics uh, for your podcast. It could be production work, editing, et cetera, things that maybe you're not uh, exactly skilled in. Number four, we're going to talk about focusing on your growth, your listenership growth. How do you get your group, your tribe, your listeners to grow? Okay, and we're going to finish out with determining where those revenue streams are and what we uh, can do to get those revenue revenue streams going. So uh, today's going to be part two. We're going to come back a week later. We're going to talk about the monetization piece, and that's going to be part three. And I believe that all together uh, from a collective, this will give us a very good overview if you are very if you're interested in creating your own podcast uh, from start to finish and monetization, this is going to give you uh, a, a a look at the, the podcast world in its uh, entirety. OK, in its entirety. So let's go back to number eight and we're going to kick off part two here recording your podcast episodes. This is. Uh, the the meat of what you do. So number one, uh, editing, editing, editing. Uh, the article that I'm referring to, we're going to put on our Facebook page. It is from uh, my uh, mentor, and uh, we talked a little bit about um, this guy uh, during the last episode. But Pat Flynn uh, runs a group called Smart Passive Income, and I'm reading and referring to some of the information that's there. But Pat. 
was not to repeat myself necessarily, but Pat was one of those guys that I found early on as I was searching out information on, I mean, just the basics of podcasting. His name seemed to come up in a lot of different places and he seemed to be a person of integrity and he really seemed to know what he's talking about. So you know how it is on YouTube. You'll find a, excuse me, a concophony of information and, um, a lot of times we find more information than we need, which causes uh, stagnation and procrastination. But in this case, I said, you know what, let's uh, I wanted to kind of bookmark his his uh, YouTube channel. And I found myself going back there time after time to just get new, better and more information from him. So kind of stuck with that. Pat, I still listen to his podcast. Again, it is called Smart Passive Income. And I find him to be a subject matter expert as it relates to this. He's had success and uh, he seems to be sharing, you know, uh, and being transparent. So why don't I do the same with you? The whole goal is to help. I think uh, you put out good energy into the universe and that energy is returned to you. So there's no uh, ulterior motive from my end. All I like to do is assist listeners uh, if they decide they want to start a podcast. So I'm just giving you my background, things that I've done and folks that I've sort of followed and saying, hey, here, this is what I did. If you want to do it, take it and go. Take it and go. So number one, editing. So how does it work? This really is the magic. Helping and ensuring your podcast sounds good. Okay. Um, I don't know if you can do anything about your personality or the personality of your guests, uh, you know, these sorts of things. But when it comes to a technical side, you can always make things sound, look, uh, and, you know, better. So editing really is one of those things that you've got to get. Either you've got to get a good skilled person to do it for you or you've got to get really good doing it yourself. I'll give you a perfect example. I listened to all my podcasts, and on the last podcast, I missed an edit, and my daughter called, and so did I. I was listening to the podcast the, that night or the next day, and I got, it was toward the end of the podcast, it was, the podcast I think was 58 minutes long, and I, I yawned, and you could hear it on the mic, <laughs> and I said to myself, okay, you've got to immediately go and edit that out. Well, I, I did all the edits that I, and I thought I got everything, but I didn't. I, I, I yawned on the podcast and you can hear it. And certainly you don't want to be yawning on the podcast, on your own podcast. Uh, so you've got to make sure you've got a good editing feature. You're, you're good with editing and you listen. Most important, you listen to your own content. Okay. We talked about it in the first or part one. It's going to be a little difficult at the beginning to hear your voice and to hear it so much, but it's important because you want to make sure that it flows, that it's good enough for you to listen to. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Here's an offer we thought you'd be interested in. Are you looking to develop and create stunning coursework? Uh, launch your stunning academy website in a snap. You can choose from among 50 plus designer made, ready to go, industry specific site templates to launch your website fast and with confidence. It's very simple, very powerful. They're flexible courses. You can wave goodbye to dull educational content. There are countless ways to package and distribute your learning content. Create listed or private courses that can be paid or free courses, or you can drip Feed your content to build and to nurture your audience the way that you want. 
You can create compelling and interactive courses, leverage the most rich library of learning activities, and undoubtedly the most customizable course player in the market to build flexible learning experiences to keep your listeners engaged. And lastly, be the boss of your content and design your final course product exactly as you envision it. Preview it as you build it in real time. Get it up and running fast than you ever have imagined. Why don't you go down to the show notes, guys, today and uh, click on Learns World. If you're interested in building courses that matter, you can monetize, create memberships, create courses, and create passive income for yourself. So support our sponsor, Learns World. And if it's good enough for you to listen to, nine times out of ten, all things, you know, being equal with the content, that is going to be good enough for other people to listen to but you don't want to have background noise you don't want to have phones ringing you don't want to have dogs barking you don't want to have all that stuff because you want a really good listening experience you want folks folks are concentrating on what you're saying if you're doing an interview folks are concentrating on the questions you're asking answers from your guests and if you're covering some content area folks are paying attention they're riding along in their cars or an airplane they're at their desk whatever they're doing cleaning up the houses on Saturday, but you have their full attention. And so you don't want to have some loud noise that may throw them off because most people wear headsets these days. Or also, you don't want your volume to be so low that they can barely hear you. Okay? So um, editing is important. The thing you need to know is that you're going to mess up. Okay? Don't think that, you know, um, you're not going to mess up. And also don't think because you mess up, you shouldn't be doing this. It's part of the process. Okay? It's part of the process. You're going to have things that you need to re-say. I can't tell you how many times when I first started that I had to redo these openings. They were either too short or too long or they didn't sound. Whatever it was, I wasn't pleased with it. And I would start off with the best intentions in mind. So you're going to have two types of folks that do their podcast. One, you're going to have a person that writes everything down and they can just read their, their content to you and ad lib, you know, that's kind of their deal. Or you have someone like me and I have show notes. I have articles to refer to, but I also rely a lot on my personal life experience. Much of what we talk about here on the podcast, I have personal experience with. And the articles help me stay in line or stay on time uh, in terms of what I'm trying to cover on the episode. For me, for me, it gives a more realistic view or realistic feel to the podcast. When I'm listening to a podcast, what I like is when people are just talking to me and I feel like we're on the phone or feel like we're having this conversation together. And that's what I want you guys to feel like. I don't want you to feel like I've just pulled up Wikipedia and I'm reading an article to you because you can do that yourself. Okay. So uh, my friend, uh, Lou Mangello, who I also mentioned in part one, who had the number two podcast of all, you know, on um Apple Podcasts, and his is WDW Radio. It's a Disney uh, theme podcast because uh, I'm a big uh, nerd. And one of the things that he told me was um, one of the best tips he knew was when we were broadcasting to act as if you are talking to a friend. Put a mirror in front of you and smile and act as if you're talking to a friend. And that energy will come across to the listeners 
that way. And if you ever listen to Lou's podcast, and I hope uh, that you feel the same way about this podcast, it does have a personal feel to it, and it feels like you're talking to a friend. Okay, but just know editing is is part of the process. You're gonna mess up. It's okay. Uh, important thing here not to get frustrated. Because if you get frustrated, then you're going to mess up more. Okay, you're going to mess up more. Don't overcomplicate the process. Uh, Write your opening down. Write your closing down. uh, Gather as much information to empower you as possible once you hit record and just do it. It's going to take time. It's going to take experience. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is reverse engineer the episode outline. Reverse engineer. So what does he mean? So the process of reverse engineering starts with the end in mind. What are you trying to get across? For for us here, what I do at the beginning of the podcast, I tell you exactly what we're going to be talking about. Okay. Uh, for example, today's episode, how to uh, get the most out of growing tomatoes. How to grow the most tomatoes today on things you should know. Stick around. So you know exactly what we're talking about. So if you're a gardener and you want to hear those tips, that's what we're talking about today. And then when we come in, I'm telling you, hey, the value for listening today is I'm going to tell you how to grow the most tomatoes. I'm not growing leaves, but we're going to prune that thing to where it's only growing tomatoes. So you know exactly what the purpose of the episode is. Okay, uh, you want to cite stories and, and case studies and bodies of work here on things you should know. We're very scientific. We always talk about studies. We always reference scientific information because a lot of times uh, we're 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 talking about relatively relatively sensitive information and it can be highly debatable. And what I would like to take out of the scope of possibility is that this is subjective. This is objective because my opinion, I don't know, maybe some people be interested in that, but quite honestly, I'm trying to make a point. So my opinion about uh, should you, you know, be vaccinated or my opinion about uh, being able to, um, consolidate debt and pay it off quicker. That is one thing, but if I can, give you a case study where, um, you know, Princeton, for example, underwent three years of a deep breathing exercise combined with yoga for senior citizens and saw magnanimous results. I want to bring that to you. That's scientific. That actually happened. Here's the data. This is not my opinion. So it's science. Well, we used to not argue about science, but science is just that this is something that happened. This is data, and we accept it as as a truth and a possibility. Should we apply these same methods? Okay, so you want to make sure you have all the information you need to reference to, and um, this will be part of your epi- uh, episodic structure. And then, what order should? Um, all of your casework and stories and points being. So you kind of want to build an interesting dialogue. So for me, I normally start off with where we're going. So let's say, for example, folks are having one of our most popular episodes here is uh, people battling anxiety. OK, so the most second most popular episode that we've recorded is entitled uh, Eight Drug Free Ways to Battle Anxiety. Okay, so I started that episode off by uh, telling you that I was aware that there are a lot of people dealing with anxiety and you may be one of them. So it got your attention. 
And I also started to tell you that there's a way, if you'd like to know, to deal with anxiety uh, that can be drug free. And that's what we're going to talk about. And so I ordered different studies uh, that would not like order them off of Amazon, but I put in order the studies and the research that I've done in a way that led to talking about different aspects of battling anxiety drug free. And then we did a summary at the end. And then we also encouraged people that uh, maybe wouldn't be helped by that information if they were dealing with very severe anxiety to reach out to a family member, friend, or some professional that could help them. Okay, so you want to take that in mind when you are uh, thinking about your episodes, how they're going to be outlined. What is your goal? Okay, very simply put, if you're building a website, if you're creating an e-commerce store, if you are doing a podcast like we're talking about now. I would say you want to be in a position to solve a problem for someone. I think that's where you're going to get garnered most attention. People Google things they're trying to either find out or solve. Okay. Um, If you're selling sunglasses, uh, people are obviously trying to cover their eyes or whatever and, and avoid the sun. Then you're solving a problem. Think about that when you're doing your podcast and, and putting your descriptions and your episodic descriptions together. What can we talk about today and how can I help my audience? All right. So number three, you always want to think of your listener persona while you talk. Listener persona. A lot of beginner podcasters get themselves screwed up by imagining talking to themselves or just talking to a microphone. Remember what I said before? You, even if you want to put the mirror up, consider yourself talking to one of your best friends, one of your good friends. Um, if you don't, you could it may come across uh, that you're not as into the conversation or as into the content as you think you are. It can lead to feeling uh, overly self-conscious or there's not much of a point to even making this podcast. And you don't want to feel that way. If you feel that way, it's going to sound that way and you're going to be uncomfortable and it's not going to be a very good experience for you. It's not going to be a very good experience for your uh, listeners. Now, if you, for some reason, can't seem to imagine talking to a friend, perhaps you do a uh, a guest show where you have, you know, it's not just you. You're not doing a solo show. You're doing with um, two people or three people or a guest each week or whatever the case may be. And it will take pressure off of you as a solo person. For me, I've done them both. I've done solo and I've had numerous guests. Um, I don't know if I have a preference I, I love being able to go over content that I'm passionate about, but I also like to hear other people's ideas. And I also think that my listeners like to hear other ideas. So a good mixture for me works. All right. So number four, just know that it's going to be a little rough when you first start off. You've got to find your voice. You've got to get through a certain number of episodes before you start to get into a rhythm and into a groove and people start to find you and you feel like, you know, you can do this uh, either on your own or with the team you've created. So at some point, you're going to feel good about your show and you're going to, you know, publish number show number one. And at some point <laughs> you'll go back and listen and be like, oh, my God. But you will get better each podcast that you do. But if you don't hit publish and you don't podcast and you wait to perfect things, you're never going to move forward. So hit publish on episode one, do the best you can and then do better in episode two and keep going. And that's all I can tell you is keep going. 
I can't believe, honestly, we're at 150 for this podcast. Um, I remember when I first started doing this, it was a little difficult to hear my voice and listen, you know, for errors and things like that. And I wonder, you know, are people going to be interested and things like that? And listen, here's what I found. There's a tribe for all of us, and you don't have to have a million downloads, okay? If you're passionate about, you know, walking in parks, I can guarantee you there are other people out there that love to walk in parks, and you guys are finding each other. Just put out the best information you can about walking in parks, and you'll be the walking in parks podcast person, and people will know you, and be sincere about it, be passionate. So lastly, upload your episodes, even if they're not perfect. Don't be the perfectionist. You're waiting for your voice to change or waiting for this new equipment to get in and you're going to re-record. Don't do all that. Don't do all that. Part of the podcast experience from a listener's side is knowing that you're not an NBC or CBS. We know that these are individuals, just like on YouTube. When I first started looking at YouTube, I was like, my God, this is some of the worst videos I've ever seen. But... Then I started thinking, wait a minute, these are just people like me who are taking the time to shoot information and provide content for anyone. So cut them a break. And the people that I follow now that are vloggers, when they first started off, they were terrible. But they had to start somewhere, and so do you. So upload your first episodes and just get going. So that's number eight. Uh, That is recording your podcast. And number nine is letting the world know. How, Kelly, do we let the world know about our new podcast? You got this new podcast, you're all excited about it, you've recorded it, you've edited it to the best of your ability, and you want to upload it, you've uploaded it, now it's sitting out there. So what do we do now? What do we do now? There's quite a bit involved in the podcast marketing and uh, if you want to call it findability, for your podcast. One of the reasons why I do like Buzzsprout is because it helps you to put your podcast wherever podcasts can be found. You may not be aware of all of the places where podcasts can be found. So let me tell you this. I'm going to pull up my directory here in Buzzsprout. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. There are 19 different places just through the director of Buzzsprout alone that they encourage you to list your podcast. Let me tell you a few. You've heard of Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google, I know. You've heard of Pandora, iHeart, and Stitcher, I know. Amazon Music, perhaps. Alexa, yes. But what about Podchaser or Pocket Cast or a Podcast Addict? Okay. What about Player FM or Deezer or Listener Notes or Podcast Index? What about Castbox, Castro, Overcast? Uh, When you have a platform like this and they're working for their subscribers, that's a big deal. You know, not to say anything bad about Lipson, but I didn't really have that there in that way. So it makes it easier for me to know where I can put my podcast and not to think just because I uploaded a podcast to Buzzsprout that all of a sudden everybody in the world is going to see it. That's not the case. You still have work to do. So launching is just one event. You know, uh, you can utilize your network 
So that means your family, friends and community, audience, colleagues, anyone in your network you can use. So I'm going to tell you what is not necessarily. Let me just say it like this. A lot of times if we're self-conscious about our podcast or whatever content we've created, we don't tell our family and friends initially because we want to we want it to be good. We don't want any uh, negative or derogatory critiques from our family or friends because it may discourage us from moving forward. So I was one of those people when I first did my Disney podcast and also on this podcast, I didn't necessarily tell my family initially, you know, like my extended family, uh, because I wanted to kind of perfect it a little bit more before people started giving you feedback. When you send out to a general audience, you know, if you have a website, maybe people may comment or your Facebook page or something like that. But when you have to see family members every day or whenever, you know, people can kind of give you some unwanted feedback sometimes. And I don't want that to discourage you. Now, if you're not if you're super confident and you're not worried about that, then move forward. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everyone and just have them share it to their networks, to their Facebook pages and Instagrams and all these different things. And that can really build your network. It's a great thing to do. I just didn't do it initially. I'm just being transparent with you. I know I'm telling you guys to to hit go and and, and just post and don't be a perfectionist. Uh, but I didn't share it with my family initially. I wanted to perfect some things before I you know, took that trip. So anywhere you might have access to large groups of people. You want to try and post your link to your podcast. Now, if you're a Reddit person or you're a Facebook person, uh, anywhere that you think large groups of folks, uh, maybe you have an email list. Maybe you some some e-commerce person, affiliate marketer. Uh, if it's in a certain niche, you know, there are tons and tons and tons of Facebook groups. There's so many Facebook groups. I guarantee you, uh, you know, guys walking in parks has a Facebook group. Maybe you want to post your podcast there because that's where you may find the majority of folks that would listen to your podcast. All right. So number 10 is how to make money podcasting. So do you want to be a full time podcaster and your show replace your income, which is what I'm doing? Or do you just want to do it on the side? Either way, you're going to want to make money with your podcast. And that's one of the more elusive things, because um, once you find your platform and and post it out to the world and start networking and stuff like that, now you got to figure out, you know, how do I monetize this? How do I create that passive income with this platform? The most common way podcasts make money is by advertising or doing sponsorships. I think if you're a longtime listener of this show, you've gone from no advertisements to some advertisements and then even some special advertisements. You hear some read by me, but you'll also hear some read by other podcast hosts. And that is because we've elected to allow people to advertise on our platform. You know, if you have a certain number of downloads and you're getting a certain number of listeners, then people will come to you sometimes and say, hey, can I advertise on your show? And, you know, you get a certain percentage if people click over, et cetera, et cetera. So just so, you know, when you hear those uh, advertisements, do us a favor and just click over. It helps the podcast. 
It really does. It's not a whole, whole lot of money, but it's more than what we had. And we're always trying to improve and upgrade and do things that are going to be more enticing and better for our listeners. So it'll help us when you hear the advertisements of the other uh, podcast that we do choose to put on. Now, we're just not going to throw any junk on here. It's got to be consistent with our message, too. I'm not going to be advertising porn or something crazy here on the podcast. We don't su- support, you know, um, well, let me say that better. Not that we don't support Porn. I don't have a uh, um, grudge against people in pornography. My point is pornography is not our message. OK, so I wouldn't bring the message here just like dog walking isn't our message unless I think it's going to help, you know, uh, you live a better life. Our, our core message here is trying to empower you uh, or I shouldn't say trying our core uh, message and our goal here is empowering you through bringing you information uh, about things perhaps you didn't know and you have now a a better chance of making you know a a great decision that's going to impact your quality of life so we ultimately want to affect your quality of life here okay so um we also uh have an opportunity because we do have a captive audience to do affiliate marketing you've heard me talk about that a few times here on the podcast and we want to also come back at some point help you guys uh, to do that because there's another way for you uh, to create passive income for yourself and that's affiliate marketing that means you can generate money just by talking about and recommending products that you don't even own maybe you use but you can recommend the products that you don't own but you mention it here and you maybe put in the show notes a lot of times i've asked you for example to look in the show notes for different things uh, some of those could be affiliate marketing type of opportunities that could bring revenue to the podcast should the listeners click on those links and that's the way you would do it okay so let's say if you're in the health niche and you know you say hey guys you know i know you need workout clothes to start working out maybe you haven't worked out in a while here's a link in my show notes why don't you click on this link you can get some shorts or some yoga pants or whatever the case may be using this link go directly to our uh, e-commerce store or you can get this off of amazon and the amazon's associates program there are tons of different things that people need and want and buy from Amazon. Why not incorporate that within your show? And uh, the more people that click on it and the more people that buy, uh, the more money you can get in commission. And of course, you can. that's another way to monetize your podcast. So um, there are other FAQs that we've listed uh, on our Facebook page, I'm going to put this article. I think we did this already. We put this article on our Facebook page already. There's a cheat sheet. Okay. This is not from me. I just want to give credit to Pat Flynn. Uh, he created a free podcast cheat sheet and it'll help you stay on track as you start from point A or number one all the way to number 10. And it'll help you stay on track. I don't care whether it's, it's your, you know, uh, trying to get your domain or, you know, trying to know, you know, understand what your podcast name is going to be, what your content area is going to be, uh, what platform you're going to go for. It, it's a checklist. So, you know, that once you get down this list and everything's checked off, you've done your due diligence, you should be good to go. There's a free podcast checklist in the body of that um, uh, post that we put, one of the last posts on our Facebook page. So, um, come back in, uh, I think we're going to record again in two days and we're going to go straight into more details about monetization. Why? 
because that's important. That's important. Monetization is um, is a method by which you, you know you can free up yourself if you're able to replicate or duplicate your your income. You know this can be your full time gig, and maybe this is something you're passionate about. You're not super passionate about your current career, but this podcast you're passionate about. And if you could, you would be doing it all day, every day. The only reason you're not is because you can't afford to. So the monetization piece is very important uh, to podcasters because that's the difference between them being full-time or part-time podcasters, quite honestly. Okay, so that's what we're going to talk about when you come back. I really appreciate you guys listening to the show. I trust that you have learned something, gained something here that is going to be helpful to you in the future. And please, please, please continue to uh, support the podcast by clicking on all the <laughs> every all the links in our show notes that could refer to something that you'd be interested in, um, and also sharing our content with your friends, your family members, and people like that. We really do appreciate it. So, how long have we been on today? Let me see. I didn't yawn today. I don't know when I when I yawned the last time. It's really weird because I don't usually yawn during the podcast, but I don't know if it was late or if I was just running late, but or you know running late in the podcast. And my voice, my voice is good for about an hour, then it's going to start trailing off. So that's why most of our podcasts, unless I have a guest here, most of the podcasts that I do solo don't go past an hour because my voice starts to, you know, become less. So. But anyway, guys, thanks for listening all the way to the end. I look forward to um, talking to you again soon. Have a great day. Thanks. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, You can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks guys for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.